0: Is it 223? Have we done that? Is that it?
1: Could it be? Could it I think be you're lined up.
0: I like it. Hi, welcome. It's We Were Gamers, a podcast of 223 episodes plus in length. I say plus because we do all sorts of fun bonus episodes, but on these, the main pod, it's me, Andy, and Michael. Hey, everybody. And JJ. Hello. And we talk ostensibly about video games of which we will talk many today but also sometimes you just have to join the brunswick stew crew oh mm. you too i have i have now partaken of the brunswick i like it quite and
2: a bit. yeah <laughs> I like that, right i okay, had an extra so what,
0: well okay sorry i was just gonna say what what meats did you use to start uh, I So I didn't have pulled chicken, which was a suggestion, to go with my pulled pork leftovers. So we had pulled pork, and then I added kidney beans alongside lima beans and black-eyed peas to kind of make up the lacking meat quantity. Okay. So you, you beefed up the beans a little bit. One could say I beefed the beans. Um, did you guys use barbecue sauce in yours? Or did you just go the Worcestershire vinegar brown sugar? was in the recipe.
1: I put it in there. Absolutely tomato. we did. Okay, so you
0: did barbecue. Okay. This other recipe I found basically had me make barbecue sauce inside the pot. <laughs> 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 so, you know. I liked it. It's very rich. I'm glad it's a leftovers thing. Not all the time.
1: it is a hearty stew for which you could come back many times and just do like you make it once and then you have like a bowl of it every other day throughout the week (laughs) and in true stew fashion it tastes
2: a little better each time nice how's
0: everybody doing Pretty good. Should we be doing the food minutes? We should keep going on food minutes because there's.
2: Yeah, while we're while we're on food, uh, I got asked a, a food question, and so I'll pose the same thing to you guys and see what where your opinions lie. Uh, Andy, My opinions I know don't with, lie. With two <laughs> with two small girls in the house, there is a lot of fruit being consumed all the time. So, preference on fruit: room temperature, cold. Or it depends on the fruit. Depends on the fruit.
1: Yeah, I think I'm going to go with depends there for sure.
0: There's a wide range in the world of fruit. I don't... I mean, like, I'm not going to eat a cold banana. Yep. Unless it's on ice cream. But even then you might want a warm banana. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. In general, berries you're going to want cold because they spoil. So you got to... Cold means they, they're not spoiled. Uh, I'll eat a
1: room temp strawberry, though. I'm okay with that.
0: Sure. I mean, if they've been set out for a meal and they have come up to room temp, there's nothing wrong with that. They get a little juicier. Yeah. So, I'm not against a room, t- room temp berry. Hmm. I don't know if I have a strong
2: set of criterion. I like apples cold. A lot of people don't. That was one. So the, the friends that I was having this conversation with, that was the one that probably split people the most was where do you fall on apples? Interesting.
1: Gosh, JJ. I, I feel like I've had them both ways and it was just like I was eating the apple wherever it was. <laughs> it's like, was it sitting in a bowl on the countertop and was just room temp? I'll eat that apple. If it was in the refrigerator, I went there and I took the apple or apple slices maybe sometimes and, and ate those. Like I didn't, I don't think I care ab- about the temperature of the food there.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I like mine cold. They're just, they seem a little crisper that way to me. Yeah. I can see that. I can see it. Room temp mangoes, for sure. See, mangoes, mangoes, I threw a curveball and said frozen.
0: Okay, but that's a, that's, hmm, that's like Dessert.
1: Still a mango. I don't I mean, know doing is a, anything to it. Is a mango that far from dessert anyway, really?
0: <laughs> oh, I'll just have a mango for breakfast.
1: Okay. But, I mean, if you're saying a frozen mango is dessert, how is a non-frozen mango not dessert?
0: Because if I'm going to eat a frozen mango, it's got to go with something else, like into I a see.
1: shake. So you're saying like a frozen mango plus ice cream, now it's dessert.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's like a fro- I'm not going to just eat a
2: frozen mango unless that's Michael's implication. Oh, uh, yes, that was my implication, and that's, you're missing out. What are you doing? He's freezing his mangoes. Apparently,
0: <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I've frozen mango. I've frozen plenty of mangoes because they're going to go bad, and then
1: you put them in right. shakes and on ice cream. And all right, but- here's a question, and I this is I don't know if it's even controversial. If y'all have to pick. A location to go get a shake you can't make it yourself you have to buy one from like a food serving establishment do you have a go-to do you have a place you really like like a milkshake yeah milkshake we're talking about specifically oh michael's got the best one i think i don't want to hear about this like one place that lives exactly in one location made by artisanal shake creators. Okay. No,
2: no, it's a chain, but it's not a chain out here. Oh, Um, okay. I thought you were going to go salt and straw. No, salt and straw is good, but I usually get ice cream there. Uh, no, my, if I had anywhere I could go, my place for a milkshake would be a chain called cookout. Does a, does a, does a blizzard count as a shake?
1: No. Blizzards are ice cream with stuff in them. Okay. You can't turn a shake upside down and have it stay in the cup. Exactly. It falls out. And... Yeah, it, w- this came up in the context that we were talking about fast food specifically. So, I'm going to make mm-hmm. you guys pick fast food chains Fast here. food yeah. this,
2: shakes. This, is a, this uh,
1: is a fast food chain.
0: Okay. Fast food shakes. Because then I'd go to, like, well, the place I like ice cream at. And then, you know, whatever. Fast yeah. So this is like, oh, I can I can go to, like, a Baskin
1: shake. Robbins and get a shake. And it's going to be better than the ones right. at okay. a fast food place. But uh, I'm talking, we were talking about fast food in the context of this discussion. In and out. Yeah. I think... I don't have any problem with In-N-Out shakes. I think they're fine. I think I like Jack-in-the-Box ones a little bit more.
0: I can't even remember the last time I had a Jack-in-the-Box shake.
1: Reasonable. Jack-in-the-Box also does Oreo, which uh, they don't do at In-N-Out. Yeah. yeah. Oreo is is, is a very good shake ingredient. Did you know you
0: can get a Neapolitan shake at In-N-Out?
1: Absolutely, I knew that. Okay,
0: because that's like... That's why those shakes are good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Secret menu. Yeah. It just tastes no. like you you just, I know how they do it. It sure. just tastes like you just took all of them and you blended them together, man. Sure. You're not getting like any no, Neapolitan I there. I get
0: it, I get it. And I don't know that I'm saying that In N Out has the best shake. I don't eat fast food shakes very much. And when I do, it's usually at In N Out. So if someone said there was a better one at, like, Five Guys or something, I'd be inclined to believe you. So, oh, and plus Oreo shakes sounds I, awesome.
1: I haven't had a Five Guys shake in a very long time. They also do Oreo, I know, but it's been a very long oh, time. Oh, see, so that might get me, you know? Yeah, I have only, I think I've only had one from them once, maybe.
0: Habit has good shakes, but I don't know if they count as fast food.
2: Yeah. They, they've got a drive-thru.
0: They do have a drive-thru. I think it's close enough. Okay. They might be better than In-N-Out shakes, but they're also way more expensive.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Jack in the Box is still on the same level of price as In-N-Out, and I think I like it better.
0: Okay. Fair. Uh, Since we're on food, I have to cop to a food crime and then see what your guys' experience is
1: with this issue. The court of food crimes is now in session. Hear ye, hear ye! Honorable Judge JJ presiding. I like That's that JJ
0: right. has become the judge of the
1: food crime court. <laughs> is that is that
2: now what one of the J's stands for? Certainly, it, it it must. Right? Who knows what the other one is? But I that think first it's just one. judge twice. Is is the other one <laughs> judge? Judge <jury? laughs> the other
1: one is jury. <laughs> judge and jury. Oh man. Oh, Michael, I should get that tattooed on my knuckles, right? So like this one is judge, this one is jury. D-G-E. I did just count my fingers to make and sure I'm you the executioner.
0: Judge. <laughs> I counted my fingers to make sure you could judge on them. Oh man, Michael, you're on point. I Love it. Okay. I uh as hmm, okay, this ta- this goes back to camping wherein I discovered that I have some cast irons that I really like, and we took them camping. Mm-hmm. Um, and they got a little bit dinged up while out there. That's not the food crime, that sort of thing I'm- happens.
1: Yeah, I mean you're camping. It's not you know perfect conditions. You gotta scrape. Night it it rained and the pan was still out, and you shouldn't Uh do that. Yeah, Yeah, I
0: know. Look, but you
2: can. There are ways around that.
0: You You can scrub that off. Get some steel wool and go hard on it. and reseason. So it runs back to this where I was like, we gotta we gotta reseason this. It's got a little Mm -hmm. few spots, so I'm Mm -hmm. gonna reseason all my pans because I, I can't remember the last time someone was seasoned. One of them definitely needs it also, because I've had a few things stick better. And I'm pulling out cast irons, and the food crime is I discover two cast iron pot pie containers in the very, very, very back of the drawer. Do you want to guess what color they were? <laughs> I'm gonna go with orange. Bright. Yes.
1: Orange so, sounds like orange to me. Yeah. I Oof. felt like a criminal. It's not great. It, gross, so gross okay, neck here's neck the neck. thing, right? Like, how big is a? You call it a pot pie container, but like, is this the size of a full pie make, for a like, or make, a like, personal pie make, ramekin
0: size? Make no, not ramekin size. No, uh, make a circle with your thumb and middle fingers.
1: Okay, so, but it's that's not a pie. It's ramekin size. That's
0: yeah, this is like ramekin, a ramekin. A ramekin is, the, is a, a very big ramekin. Sizes. No, no, make two, put your two thumbs together. Yeah. And yeah. A ramekin is the size of putting your forefinger and
1: your thumb together. Dude, you have tiny ramekins.
0: No, that's a, yes. that's a ramekin.
1: They this come is a, in a bunch of different sizes. This is a very big ramekin. Uh, But it's it's on the order of the size Of like a personal pie You're not making this pie for the entire family It's not big enough
0: Okay the thing is like Six to eight inches across Maybe I'm not going to get up and check I think it's eight inches Six to eight inches across Okay it's small is the point though Ramekins are for like butter And it's deep It's not it's not it's for a pot pie It's like another it's like four inches deep
1: my mother has dishes she uses for soufflés and those sorts of things okay, that are yeah, very it would deep like and the su- size that you're suffle, talking about and they are ramekins. A large No. Yes, they mm. are. They are. I mean, I'm sorry that you're mad about this, but those are <laughs> the name of the dish is ramekin. That's what it's called. So Fine. Anyway, the point is, I think this is okay because pot pie containers aren't the most useful dish. How often are you even going to use that thing? I then? know, but if they had been ever properly sealed, we
0: wouldn't have had this problem. <laughs> Which is the
1: crime. Yeah, okay, fair. It's interesting, though, because I thought... Well, I don't know, maybe these are very old cast irons. Yeah, they're not Uh, enameled. A lot of cast irons now come pre-seasoned from the factory.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. you're right. You're absolutely right. One of mine, the one that went camping and got damaged, was pre-seasoned. Which means the seasoning was probably somewhat light.
1: Yeah, so uh, the, the cast iron that we got... Uh, recently, well, I don't know, recently, but like, uh, we got, you know, not in the f- distant past, we it, it comes seasoned from the factory and everyone on is like, just season it again, who cares? It doesn't, like, yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't hurt you anything, just like, you know, rub it all down and throw it in the oven again, it's not gonna yeah. hurt anything. I am having
0: a fun, but extremely long time reseasoning all these cast irons yeah it's a it is a it is a process man they one of them one of them and it's i can tell it's working it's slowly soaking up the oil and making the pollen polymerized oil layer and all that sort of stuff but it's so such uh so out of shape that like i think it's on its fifth round and i can still see some spots that need to go again
1: Oof. Yeah, yeah it's tough especially if you can't get it like if you can't scrub it all the way down to the metal, yeah. It's hard, man. Well,
0: that uh those
1: ramekins only did two rounds and they're perfect. <laughs> they look like brand spanking new. They're smaller too, though. And, and like getting the rust off is actually I in my opinion getting the rust off is easier than like taking off the partial coating of oh, that right. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It, it's like I don't know. It's just that I I I'm it's easier for me to tell when I can just like look at the color and be like this is bad i need to go over this again this one (laughs) is good Uh, versus the other one you kind of got to look for like the right angle to see the reflection or whatever on that sounds
0: like jj you've re-seasoned a couple of these things uh yeah upside down in the oven for x amount of time
1: yeah that's how we do it michael any experience okay yeah what kind of oil do you i've had at
0: least
2: i've had at least one that's come not seasoned so yeah upside down in the oven um I've been
0: using a mixture of uh what is that called? Oh my gosh. Well, one of them's avocado and the other one is it starts with an S. It's not sesame.
1: Okay. Cool. I'm great at this. <laughs> that was so I I think we've been using almost primarily vegetable oil.
0: Sure. Uh-huh.
1: Yep, just like, uh, that's what I do. Canola usually. I yeah, just went really with
0: avocado because the higher smoke point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the difference there. Mm-hmm. I'll never remember this oil until after the podcast, but it smells cool. Uh, different, but it's
1: interesting. Because there are some oils that have flavors, and they tell you to stay away from certain ones for those reasons.
0: Oh, sure. Like you also don't like, uh,
1: don't use olive oil, right? Because don't use olive
0: oil. Don't use peanut oil. Right. Yeah. Um, it's called one that people use them for walks, and I can't remember what the oil is that people use for walks. Um, I think it's
1: it's not sesame oil. Are you sure? No, it's definitely not sesame oil. No, you
0: definitely don't want to use sesame oil. Uh, no, you'd go broke first of all. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, we're we're wasting okay. p- precious podcast time thinking about some <laughs> silly pot- oil name. It's not grapeseed, is it? It's not grapeseed. That's a, another common one. Oh, my God. Am I going to yeah, have to yeah. go up? Are, are we not going to be able to move on unless I get up and go look? No, we, we truly don't care. We truly don't <laughs> okay. care.
1: Okay. Uh, that's good. That's good. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm I, glad. I enjoy you know, I'm... doing Sorry. that after. I, I enjoy the maintenance of those a little bit after every meal. You got to scrub it down. You got to dry it because you can't leave it wet. You know? Uh, then put a little bit of oil in it and, and, you know, make sure it heats up nice before you put it away. I'm sure I
0: talked about on this podcast, getting all those new pans, um, Mm -hmm. for our house ordeal, the ordeal, but also like I find myself now that I have a really nice set of knives, um, cotton seed oil. doesn't start with an S. Nope. Seed. I was thinking of seed, uh, cotton seed oil is what I was thinking of. That just popped into my head. Anyway, uh, it's a random one. <laughs> it's got a strange smell and flavor, but it it really coats thick. Uh, but it's only it's I do like four drops of that, like like drops, and then a, mm-hmm. uh, mostly avocado oil
1: because
0: mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. the high smoke point. Um. Okay. Nice things in the kitchen: cast irons, good knives, whatever. I find myself like enjoying spending the maintenance time of like, oh, I'm done cutting. I know I have more dishes to do later, but this nice knife I need to wash and dry it now, you know, in a careful manner so Mm -hmm. that it doesn't, you know. And like you said, yeah, washing out your cast iron, wiping it out, putting it on the stove, dry it out. It's kind of a, it becomes kind of like a more ritualistic place to be in the kitchen, which I don't think is a bad thing.
1: I find it uh, I end up doing the dishes a lot. And so I find it a more it's interesting in. task to do, uh, more interesting task to do than washing the rest of the dishes, which I find to be extremely boring. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just like, bo- not boring, boring is the wrong. It is boring also, but it's mindless de- generally, Mindless right? you is kind of just word. like not think about what you're doing and you kind of just like do the motions, um, but it's a little, like, thing you can kind of do on the side while you're doing the mindless thing, because it's not like I need to sit there and watch it cook, you know? Right,
0: yeah. Cool. Oh, boy. Uh, That was a food 20 minutes. That was fun. We should do that more. (laughs) It's been a while. Speaking of uh, chores, Michael. Andy, I... Spy on you on the internet once in a while, <laughs> and, okay. and notice you've been running,
2: yeah, have you used the app Zombies run? no, but i'm I'm gonna guess it's you being chased by zombies to encourage you to go on runs, yeah, kind of like you you the app you put in your pocket
0: uh and you put on your headphones. And you can you can do it on on iWatch too, and you can like kind of watch what's happening if you want to. Okay. Uh, but it'll be it'll like you'll be running, and then you'll hear zombies through the headphones or whatever, and then you need to like pick up your pace, otherwise they'll catch you. That kind of thing. Huh. Uh, mm. JJ.
1: Yes. They have added a baseball mode. So, I saw this. What is this? I don't know. <laughs> I was hoping
0: you knew. Fair. As they are sponsoring Season 5 of Blaseball, I knew what Zombies Run is. And I thought, oh, maybe Michael knows. Maybe Michael's used it. I've never used it. I just know what it is. I think uh I have not. friend of the pod, Chris, uh, used to use it but yeah i I don't know that I have ever used the app, so I don't know, but now what 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 is blazeball mode? Mm, and knowing what maybe, the app does, what could it possibly be?
1: I don't know, dude, knowing what blaze is the possibilities are literally infinite, right <laughs> hmm.
0: Welcome to season five of Blazeball. This is your Blazeball God knows how long I have to complain about what has happened to the Tigers.
1: I don't know they're still all right man you gotta believe in your team you can't just throw your fandom out the window because i mean hey we didn't get shamed right like that's really the i think that's really the you know the thing they they had a vote to shame the best team in the league and then they didn't do it
0: okay so what happened what happened to the page that tells you everything that happens because, uh, because it disappeared, and i can't tell what happened at the end of last season, like what all the blessings ended up being nothing
1: so there is uh I found out on a fan wiki I'm i 'm not sure okay. where the official post is i got it
0: got it all right
1: um yeah. but yeah it uh I think the the two decrees that went through were the targeted shame. And alternate reality,
0: well we definitely f- figured out that well, targeted shame is the one that like if you win a game, then you
1: shame people then then there is shame the next game. it is a if you are shamed, you that's begin the next game with negative runs that's awful <laughs> and it it applies it. The targeting shame targeted only the four best teams from last season. I see. So, so all the top four, four teams, last season, if they, if they are shamed, shamed, yeah, that's going to lead to losing the next, for the good. Okay. Yes, it the
2: poor will. Get poor get poorer kind of thing. Yeah.
1: So the the thing it will do though is it will make the betting interesting because the targeted shame I don't know is accounted for in the percentages. Oh, so you'll have to know who the top four teams were from last season. Or the teams have. If you click on the teams, it'll show you like they have the. There's a little symbol on them. Some of them for targeted shame. Oh, targeted shame,
0: right there. Uh huh.
1: And so then you can go. Oh, I know that if the if Tigers lost shamed, the last game, and they're they're going to start with negative runs here. So I should bet on the underdog, even though it's only like forty three percent or whatever. Wow. And yeah, so it gives you some betting outcomes there that are a little see. interesting. I think
0: firefighters, millennials. Tigers. Pies? Who would be the fourth one?
1: I think it's the pies and no, the and the pies. tigers. I
0: just checked. It's not.
1: No. Oh.
0: Right, I don't know. Then. It doesn't matter. Not gonna look it up. Uh. Wow,
1: Michael. When are you gonna come join the one tiger man? Yeah, there are many stripes, Michael, but it is all one tiger.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I'm still. Uh, I'm enjoying regular baseball at the moment because my team's currently on top of their division. I breathed very heavily. I don't know if Discord picked it up. Uh Hopefully not on somebody else.
0: No. (laughs) What? No. What are you talking?
2: Breathing on people is frowned upon these days, Andy. It's
0: halfway illegal. Yeah. Probably should be.
1: Uh, I think it is the jazz hands that got the other targeted chain. Okay.
0: Well, no. Real baseball is as disappointing as it generally is for me. Well,
1: we're talking about sports. Y'all want to hear about fantasy football? How's that going? Hold on, let me take a big swig. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
0: boy. (laughs) (laughs) I just saw... Hold on, before you start your story, I just saw three teams in the MLB have now shut down their games for this coming week because of positive tests and also what two schools have now shut down the colleges that tried to reopen so tell me Ooh, how the NFL's going to go by this point
1: well they're going to play andy uh-huh i think it's going to go about as well as the MLB has gone which is to say quite badly <laughs> Hmm. worse they uh, don't have as many games they're not doing any bubble stuff they're oh. not doing any kind of like sequestering of the teams Uh the teams are being tested It's my understanding but who knows how often uh there is an ir designation for covid god knows what's gonna happen i think what's gonna my guess to what happens is randomly every sunday a bunch of players are just all of a sudden out (laughs) you know (laughs) uh and then it's like they have like a half of an offensive line because everyone got covid or whatever well shouldn't they isolate the team anyway
0: i'm not gonna get into so
1: that. i who knows uh, but my they isolate the teams or not or if they
0: just extend the season and cancel postpone games but for fantasy purposes what does this mean
1: well i don't know is the answer um but people i thought it was silly to even try to play because things are just going to be a nightmare uh, but people in my work were like let's do it man so okay <laughs> uh we put find wrangle all the cats get everyone together you got 12 people you have to figure out one time that everyone can be online at the same time you know comes out to be nine o'clock on a sunday night great 9 p.m on a sunday wow. for a, a live draft uh this is an it's an online auction draft. i know i know but li- it's live but like yeah control. Like, but also Action. auction
2: yeah.
1: auction so yeah longer general what time did this end uh, i think i went to bed about midnight okay Ooh. Not great. Um, But uh, about, well, for me, I didn't log on until maybe like 15 minutes before the start of the thing. because I was doing some stuff. I had a dinner with some parents and and another thing. And then the, I get messages from people being like, hey, man, uh, I don't think I can make the draft. I have a fever. I think it's COVID. My daughter is being born in three weeks. I have to drop out of the league. (laughs) oh wow what there's a whole lot of things just being thrown at you right there you're like oh he's he's sick he has a fever that's bad i mean people get sick that happens it's like a okay excuse to miss a thing missing the draft sucks but you know auto draft is a thing whatever i think it's covid well i mean of course you think it's covid like everyone thinks that it may or may not be who knows but this is all online it's not like you're in my house i don't really care if you have it or not right like stay home do the right thing it's good right Okay. Uh, my daughter is being born in three weeks. Okay. I mean. That's not new. That, yeah. You knew this going in. Probably. I assume yeah, that you ball- would have a child. Ballpark
0: here. figure. Of when, you know,
1: you, who knew when the daughter would, would arrive. Right. I'm sure they don't know. Uh, but I'm sure they did know that they were having a daughter when they were signing up for this. Right. Right. Or sure. having some, some child, maybe. Uh, And then they were like, I think I could play Fantasy this year. That's fine. And then 30 minutes before the draft, tell us I'm going to drop out of the league. Cool.
0: Oh, boy. Come on, Dean.
1: So we, uh, you know, and and then like as people are logging into the draft and like, you know, at some point you can't make any changes anymore, right? 30 minutes before the draft, Yahoo locks out your controls as the commissioner and you can't change stuff anymore. Mm Mm-hmm. So we hadn't found a replacement in the two and a half minutes before it locked me out. <laughs> so now we're now we're in draft mode and we're like, well, what are we going to do here? Auto do we, draft a do team we even do this? To take over? Uh, we could try that. You know, what are we going to do? But it's so easy to punish an auto drafting team in a live draft because you can just like they will bid up to averages that you can guess, you know, plus or minus some value. Yeah. You can just bid terrible players for $1. as the first player and they will bid their, you know, the player's average, even though no one would pay that for like the first player. Right. Mm-hmm. Bid like a sixth round guy for $2 and they're going to bid $7 on a guy who should go for one later. Right.
2: Ooh. Yeah.
1: That kind of a thing. Uh, and so, you know, it's just so easy to abuse those players and then you fill up their roster with a bunch of mediocre guys and they have no actual talent. And, you know, their season is over, essentially. And so, you know, knowing that you can't do that, right, or that it's going to happen, right? Another person has a legitimate excuse for missing, and this was the only time we could get 11 of 12 anyway, right? So now you have two auto-drafting teams. What are you going to do? So we come up with an idea, and I don't know if it's a good idea or not, but I wanted to get your takes on it. The team is essentially a black hole, right? You're going to lock their players, whatever they end up with, they're going to end up with. If if they get someone fancy or someone that someone likes too bad, their roster is locked for the entire season. At the end of the week, though, their score gets edited to be the average of the league's scores, not including their team. So it's like you're playing someone who is the exact middle of your league.
2: Well, it's, uh, or put it another way, it's like you're playing everyone every week. Yeah,
0: that's more like the people that say, well, I could beat everybody except for the one person that scored higher than me kind of thing. Yes. This would Good. be one of those types of systems on the miniature where like, okay, well, everybody plays everybody that way. That's kind of cool.
2: I
1: don't hate so that. I think I like that. It is a solution. Sure. Yeah, I, I don't know that I like it either. Some, <laughs> someone's point was that like, well, it's the average, right? So that means necessarily it's going to be higher than some people. It it's going to win games. It, one would hope it wins games.
2: Sure.
1: It it. I mean, it may or it may not, right? It may get unlucky the same way other players do. Mm. Um, How are you going to calculate the average, though? You could calculate it. You could calculate it a couple of different ways. I mean, I'm going to add up the points, the totals of every team. And divide by the number of non-zombie teams, right?
0: Yeah, but you could do a. What is that? That's the mean, right? So you could do a, a median instead.
1: I mean, that's not an. It's not an average. I. You're talking about like the middle score, right? Picking right, like instead could, the middle instead,
0: score. You could instead of doing a mean average, which might get offset by a couple teams that score really ridiculously high uh you could do like a median so that it, it definitely still beats some people but maybe not as many people
1: i mean i think the well who knows i don't know um we'll see it's, i guess I mean, it's
2: hard it's hard when your sample size i think is there are
1: 11 that way that way
0: it would also tie some people right yeah
1: it is a uh I, there are problems with everything i think well yeah
0: Welcome to uh, being commish, buddy.
1: Yeah, it was, uh, it was pointed out by one of the uh, other players who suggested it and said that uh, a league he was in had used this in the past to play with an odd number of people.
0: Oh, okay, gotcha.
1: And so they had, a, they had a 12th team, that team auto-drafted. They just lock it. It can't make any roster moves the entire season. And then you just edit its score at the end of the week to be that. So, I don't know. It was what it was. The auction was fun. Otherwise, it's just the man. I don't I don't even know. Is anything going to even happen? Like everything I felt was just overshadowed by the idea of like. Can I even trust this team to stay like not completely infected and play games? So who knows? I don't know.
2: Yeah. So what's going to be interesting for me. So my my Pick'em League just sent out an email this past week. Asking if people were still interested in playing and proposing some kind of a rule where if we get if we don't get far enough into the season, then any remaining money just gets refunded. But if we pass a certain point, then we'll do the break. And then, you know, we pass a certain point and then things go sideways, then we'll just break there and divvy up the the winnings as if it were the end of the season
1: yeah I think our solution on if the season just gets called or whatever is we just refund up to that point because so much of the the football stuff is decided in the fantasy playoffs that if you don't get there like yeah you know, like sixth place has a very legitimate chance of winning the championship right for sure
0: thankfully for pick'em though it's almost always over before the playoffs.
1: Yeah, pick 'em I think is
0: a lot different.
1: Pick
2: 'em gets weird though on a week to week basis because your picks are are well, I mean maybe just the first one, maybe we'd have to make allowances, but usually people turn in their picks before Thursday
1: games, right? And like what happens and so then, you know, the the bigger thing that I think is crazy is what happens when they cancel individual games, right? It's not like the MLB where they can just play a doubleheader next week or whatever. You can't have like Two teams play two games in a week (laughs) yeah and it's like oh you delay all the like the the games that got missed you know to the end of the season well then like people's scores and stuff are messed up for the entire season and you never know who's actually ahead of who so i don't know I, i it's a giant mess and i think i think the season's gonna end up getting canceled but god who knows
0: well, yeah, as, that was fun, as you guys get back into the swing of fantasy football and pick I have been using this last week to get back in the swing of using electronics and playing video games, <laughs> which I haven't Ooh. done in weeks. novel concept, I know, yeah. yeah, especially on this pod. Shout out to the uh shout out to the state of decay crew who helped me get my computer back in order after. Massive amounts of updates after I returned caused my microphones to stop working completely and their patience. But uh thankfully that means it was all working for the podcast. Um that was a nice little rebreather that got me back into the swing of Final Fantasy twelve. The Zodiac Age? The 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 very age, yes. The the political age. The po- <laughs> You know,
1: how you feeling about Delmasca, Andrew? So where where in the game are you? Andy? Let's start there. <laughs> I didn't advance much
0: in terms of story uh, because after you guys uh, were talking on a pod that I think I was not there about trial mode. Hmm. I I experimented with trial mode for quite a bit, trying to get further than like a couple levels in. Mm-hmm. which is not easy.
1: Well, you know, it, it is it kind also kind of snowballs on you. It does. And the yep. levels are it it is a it it's you know, it graded difficulty right going upwards. But also you don't earn any experience in there. So you are only earning license points and then items or whatever you can you can come away with.
0: Yeah. And one of the things And while
1: licenses are cool and can make you stronger. Oh, definitely. Experience Experience helps. I straight <laughs> yeah. up got and, like enough equipment,
0: a ton of license points, and gained like 400 health or something like that.
1: Between, solid uh, man. Between and and like there is cares. like, you know, if you're if you're using those armlets and you are poaching and you are stealing, there is some sweet equipment in there for sure. So and Like,
0: okay, I've been stealing. Mm-hmm. You guys yep. mentioned there's some sweet equipment. There's no like chests or anything I need to be finding, right? I mean, there are chests no, in there. There are. What, ha- okay, so I have to run two, around think, while there two I'm fighting. Chests. Yes, there,
2: yes, there are two chests in every room. Every room has two chests, and you have to
0: find
1: them while you're fighting. I want to say at least two chests, but yes,
0: and that's where the sweet weapons
1: are. Well, no, not necessarily. Some of the some of the weapons are are like rare steels or something. Yeah,
2: I think that's the better stuff. The equip equipment wise, the better stuff tends to be either. Stealing or poaching? I'm trying to it's get usually a, stealing, like a good katana
0: or something for Vaughn. But
2: uh, there is one. Uh, do I remember where it is? The I know that.
1: that's a sword. I think. I think it's not a katana.
2: Oh yeah, you're right. That
1: is a sword.
0: Well, uh, so I tried trial mode quite a bit, especially because I wanted to get better at the battle system. To talk about the battle system
1: and gambits
0: do we have time for that today yeah sure
1: i mean there's a lot to talk about in terms of the battle system and gambits are but a piece so yeah
0: i don't like some of the atb stuff where sometimes i don't get enough or maybe i'm just not practiced enough at canceling an action before no so even if you cancel an action so like if you were attacking if say say I'm attacking a rat, mm-hmm. and Baltier or Fran or whoever shoots the rat, and it dies, and my ATB is like ninety nine percent full. There's no way to save that to attack the next rat over. There is not, unfortunately. Yeah, the action is kind of cute at that point, and it's it's sort of over. Right, and sometimes when you when you do an action. He does the the characters don't re-default to attack after like if you run a technic. Ah, but okay. Sure. hmm. hmm I know you can gambit people to do it, but like your main character sometimes doesn't re-default to attack.
2: You can you can
0: gambit, gambit. your main
1: character too. Oh, gambits every character.
0: Can you gambit your main character and override Abs- the gambits? Oh absolutely,
2: yeah.
1: You can override yeah. any of the gambits. If you are in control of the character while the gambits are going, you can still stop and issue commands manually, and it will do the thing you said first. You can
2: you can do it with the characters you're not in control of, as long as they're in the party.
1: See, it gets pretty difficult to, like, manage all three characters at once, though, with the it's gambits on it. It's very difficult. Yeah. But it's not, it's not worth trying, though, because you end up not needing to, really. It seems
0: like the so- gambits, too, don't kick in right when I think they will. Like if I have a fifty percent health one, it seems like they wait for their action to finish before they'll like do the fifty percent health heal or something, rather than canceling to try and do the fifty percent heal.
1: I don't. Yeah, know it's top top not going to override yeah. their like currently act action right. So if they're in the middle of casting, you know, a black magic spell or something, they're not going to stop the middle of that spell and change to do a different spell. They're going to finish the one action, start the next one. So if they're attacking right, it's going to wait until they hit. Yeah. If they're, you know, casting or something, it's going to do that first. This is why I a lot of more gonna...
0: trial mode once the gambits became more open and I had more of them to try and get a feel for how this is going to work because it's very different. It's really different than every other Final Fantasy system.
2: Yeah.
1: And, and truly trying to play it like the other Final Fantasies will eventually drive you insane because... Too many things are happening at once for you to really react that way.
0: Yeah, I've noticed that, and I've noticed like I even do, I don't even like the men like the uh, the info menu on the side. Like the HP is hard to know how full you are on HP. I see the number, but the other number is so small. Anyway, um, so I have to like I run around more like an MMO where I'm trying to like see people's life bars. So I have to readjust where my character's pointed so I can see their life bar. That kind of stuff, and and like you said, yeah, I'm I'm starting to realize like pausing to try and control everything every single fight is just tedious, uh, which means I need to
1: get better at gambits, you guys. There is, it, you can set the game up to such a degree, and it it does require you to get a bit later in the game because there are a lot of gambits, Andy. If you think you have all of them, you are wrong. Oh, I'm sure I don't. I can that see me- the that menu, yeah, you can see the lists, and it's just almost all unbelievable <laughs> amount. Yeah, <laughs> Which literally is, yeah. anything you can think of can be used as a condition.
0: It's so like, strange to me that like I have to go unlock or buy ten percent lower or ten percent higher. Yeah, like it's not just a gambit that's like cast cure, and then you can choose the percentage. No, 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 cast cure at. Thirty percent, forty percent, fifty percent. This Those game is worse. But you gambits. have to
1: buy the you have to buy the cure spell. Yeah, yep. right, And yep. then if you have that, then you can use the gambit that says cast at whatever. Condition. Oh, but only
2: if you also have the license for that cure spell.
1: Right. I
0: was gonna say. So I was like, <laughs> I was very surprised when I unlocked the license for cure, and then the character didn't have it. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was a that was an awakening.
1: Yeah. So it they do kind of prevent you from getting like uber powerful in terms of the magic and stuff because you aren't far enough into the game to unlock the good cure spells, the really powerful black magic spells and so on. Do you, at just some point you just don't have it right.
0: Okay. Before we talk about lining your gambits up, do you think, cause I'm starting to hit the spots on the license board where like I, now this character can unlock like this, this branch of the license board, I could unlock like up to four more gambits for that character. I mean, how many do you have though? Uh, over four or five, I think. Like, how many gambits does a character need to have access to?
2: It kind of depends. So this is this is one of those situations where I find myself chafing a little bit at the changes that they made to the system compared to the original game. So I have my my characters sort of broken out into two teams of three that I tend to bounce back and forth between. And in one case, so there's a healer on each team, but they get their they get their healing through two different jobs. So I only have one white mage. Um, and so the white mage for status effects, which are huge in this game, um, can cast Asuna to basically clear any status effect. But my other healer doesn't have enough white magic licenses. So all of a sudden I have to differentiate between each status condition and give its own gambit action for it
1: right and so oh. that's the problem yeah and, and and you can you know you can set up your party such that you can make every single person on your team like you have two white mages two knights two dudes uh or the pole arm guys or whatever. there you go you have the same three set you know and then your gambits get to standardize a little bit But that's not fun, right? Like it's kind of. I have
0: two, three sets like that.
1: There's no, there's no because you feel like no
2: real reason, uh, especially the way that the jobs break down now. Um, it was, it was, it made more sense when everyone had all of the licenses.
1: Right, and now, but now you're locked into two. And now that the jobs end up overlapping, in a lot of cases, to certain parts of various license boards there's really not a... a you kind of want to end up spacing it out. I don't know that you need to take every job, but you definitely want to consider the vast majority of them. And it just comes down to, like, you know, what kind of weapons do you like using and is the major component, and then do you want magic, or, like, black magic or not? Because at some point, you'll get all the rest of that stuff through every other job, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, the so you, like, the guy, the black magic person... And the, uh, you're like hasting type person, you know, your curative mage. time mage, those people generally need more gambit slots because you have a bunch of like conditional things you want to do in certain cases is enemy weak to lightning cast lightning spell is enemy weak to fire cast fire spell is enemy weak to whatever cast, whatever spell. Right. And so like you need like five gambit slots for that. And then just filling it with their highest magic so they can like spam sweet spells. Right. Right. Sure. Versus your, your sword dudes or your polearm dudes. They just need one that's like foe under whatever percent you feel good about attack. And yeah. then foe and then lead- target leader, like party leader attack. One for flying enemies if they can't reach. Right, yeah. So like the, the flying one is like a very good one to have on everyone who doesn't have a ranged weapon, right? So either a bow or like the polearm sometimes can hit flying guys. Mm-hmm. But well, like the dagger
0: hit flying guys, or does that not count as flying with the, some of the dudes that have Well, playing?
1: sometimes they can, right? But sometimes the the land is arrayed in such a way that you can't get there.
0: Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm.
1: Like a bat may not be flying high enough compared with like a dragon or something, right? Mm-hmm. And so you know, like the answer is truly it depends, <laughs> and that that makes it a constant stream of going into that menu and shuffling the commands around. And, like, deciding what... Do you guys use the... They have the, like, gambit sets where you
0: can, like, switch to a different set. So, like, if you saw a flying enemy, you could switch into a gambit set that
1: had flying enemy gambits? Not yet. Yeah, I haven't... I have have access to those. I have not made use of them. But I think at some point I'm going to have to for, like, the spellcasters.
0: Can I... It seems like overkill. Is what I would. Yeah, it probably is. It what, probably like, is. The system seems like they added so much to it that it became complicated for its own
1: sake. You can absolutely get through this game with like two knights and a white mage. Yep. But, like, you don't need any of this stuff. You don't even need to control, like set the two knights to attack and the white mage to heal if their percentage HP is less than whatever. You can probably beat the game with that. You know, as long as you're getting new equipment and whatever. But the Gambit stuff is... You might not be able to beat all the hunts and stuff. The hunts get pretty technical with some of the stuff you have to do, like debuffing and buffing and so on.
0: Mm. Yeah. What are your guys' favorite Gambit go-tos?
2: Uh, right at the top of the list for every character is
1: a revive mm-hmm. Gambit.
2: Okay. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Like
1: yeah, so Phoenix the priority Downing stuff least- is... It, yeah, the priority stuff is where it gets interesting because, you know, they're going to do the top one before they move to the one below it. Right? right.
0: So you have to put things that are super important at the top, like healing has to go above attacking. Would yes. You-
1: yes. Yeah, I got that exactly. much. Right. Yeah. And so then it's like, well, is it more important that I remove the uh, the sap status condition, which is slowly draining my health? Or do I want to remove the blind so that my guy who gets MP on attacking is able to actually hit someone and get his mana, mana yeah. back to Oh, deal. but does
2: my character who's blind have access to the technique that only deals damage when you're blind?
1: And then, of course, you have corner cases, right? Right. Oof. So, uh, it, yeah, it can get very complicated very fast. And, you know, at some point, you know, when you start trying to do this stuff, you're going to have to, like, pick the set you want to do and kind of like plan for this specific encounter or whatever Mm. but i think like there are definitely some general rules like you know you already caught the like hey healing stuff has to go before attacking stuff like that's a that's a generally true rule right but then like is reviving more important than healing your current party no Maybe it is, though, right? Because if you get the revive off, you have another guy while they're attacking your person who just did the revive, that guy could be doing something else, you know? Right. Yeah. It's a, it, uh, it, it depends, I think, and it's interesting that way.
2: Yeah, that's uh, cool. One, one that I really like that is that has been pretty useful is to have my party leader as a character who has steel and poach um, and then yeah. give them... Eventually, you'll get an item that lets you steal... Better loot and more of it. Mm-hmm. And so you can give them a gambit that says, um, enemy H I think mine is set up for enemy HP equals a hundred percent deal. And then my other two characters are set to attack party leaders target. So the party leader will target them first, will steal something, and then the rest of the characters will attack, drop the enemy's HP, and then the leader's gambit will drop down to the next one. So the enemy you, HP is no longer 100%. Are you basically just running an automated game
0: at this point? You have you can absolutely gambited, do that. You've got your party leader, leader gambited that far?
2: Yeah. Yeah. And and for a lot of, for a lot of areas where you're just like running through and you don't want to take the time or you don't need to take the time to input commands for weaker level enemies. It's easy to just let the gambit take care of it. What stops the gambit from like continuing to try to steal instead of changing him over to attack? Nothing. So that's where you have to be a little bit where you do have to be a little bit mindful, right? So if the attacks, if the attacks miss and the enemy HP stays at 100%, you're going to try and steal again, even if they don't have any items left.
1: Right. And so that's a case where like you want the steal to not be greater than a certain percentage. You want equals 100. Right. You know. And so that gives you like a little bit of like, if you do one damage to that guy... You're not going to you steal. Know, you're not going to try and steal again. And if you're doing one damage to a guy, there's a likely chance you probably shouldn't be fighting him and you want to be running yeah. away. <laughs> yes so you know that's a uh those are the kinds of things but yeah absolutely they will just sit there and steal over and over and over yeah you know and i think after you steal one time it's it's done so yeah Yeah. they will just sit there doing mindlessly stuff
2: although sometimes that's necessary because there are some enemies that have only one thing that you can steal but the odds of stealing are really low so you have to do it over and over and so setting the gambit to do it and then turning off the other characters gambits is an easy way to do it without you having to input the command over and over and over. Is there a faster way than to turn off the other characters gambits than going into the menu? Yeah. If you, well, you don't have to go into the menu menu. Yes. If you um, just pull up the input menu and scroll any of the characters on that that first page of the input menu. There's a little option that says gambits, and it's just a toggle on
0: off. Oh, I thought that that me- i didn't mess with that menu because I was like, I don't need to edit their gambits or change that.
1: No, it's just no, a toggle. Silly. It's it is literally like, do you want this character to be a dumb brick? Or do you want it to try and do anything?
0: Yeah. (laughs) I just thought that that menu would contain more than that. So I didn't click on
1: it. No, it doesn't. It doesn't contain anything. It's literally just an on-off. You click it and it turns them off or on.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. And they have a little G
1: next to their name if the game is on. Yeah, I know that the G was on. Yeah.
0: It's what a wacky system. It's
1: yeah. It's super weird, man. There are no other games. They like They
0: must this. have intended for you to do it like Michael's thinking, where you sort of yes. run an automated game.
1: Yeah. Yes, I think yeah,
2: because so. Because there and are times when when things just get too chaotic for you to manually input everything.
1: Especially some fights. At some points, you start fighting. You know, like more than like two or three guys at once. Guys spawn from two sides of a room, and there's a boss, and then there's you know other enemies you know oh, floating yeah, around I've done a or whatever. Fights
0: where there's five or six
1: yeah. swarms of undead. And at some point, you know, you're not really going to be able to like, okay, every, you attack undead soldier H and, and you handle flying bat Q, you know, it, it like, no, this isn't well, so going to be how you're handling this.
0: Michael, how do you switch, how are you switching targets for your party leader without
2: using the attack command or the steel command? Uh, So in the, in the case where I have the steel, that up, if I if there are say three enemies around me, I'll steal from the first one. The two support characters will then target that enemy for attack. As soon as his HP drops, the party leader's gambit is such that he will then target the next enemy that has a hundred percent HP. So, so his target like random will jump okay. and they'll, you know, they'll catch up to wherever he's targeting. So he'll make his way through stealing from all of the enemies while the rest of the team basically goes around the circle behind him and attacks each one.
0: I see. Okay. got
2: it.
1: And it will eventually, you know, if you need to target a specific one or whatever, you know, there's you some issues to, there, yeah. right? Yeah. But, you know, that's, that's the game. Say la vie, I think. It is interesting. I, I enjoy fiddling with it to some degree. I think until it gets to the point where like I'm having to set up 15 gambits to cure every single like this guy casts like a hundred status effects in one spell and I have to cure them one at a time. And it just like makes me want to die.
2: So at that at that point, JJ, you need someone with a remedy lore. Yeah. And then just throw a remedy at them and cure it. It does the same thing as a Suna, but it's an item.
1: Yeah, I just need to get those licenses. I just the I don't know which ones that guy has access to. I just haven't anyway. Yep. It like half the time when this happens I just switch the white mage back in because I know they have the, the yeah, cure exactly. all spell. Yep.
2: <laughs> so I will I will make one other one other comment on licenses here. So I don't know about you, JJ, but after a couple of runs deep into trial mode, my license boards
1: are all filled. So mine aren't aren't filled, but I have quite a number of them. Like, I have a large percentage of both boards. Right, because of trial mode, also for you, JJ? Yeah, not just trial mode, but, like, I think mostly trial mode.
2: Yeah. Uh, So for a while, I was going to complain about, well, the way that they change this with only having access to some of the licenses means that license points get obsoleted much earlier in the game and now what am i supposed to do until i found the cat ear hood and i don't know if you've come across this yet um when your uh clan rank gets high enough they sell it at the clan shop in the bazaar in rabin okay
0: mm.
2: and it converts life for any character that has one equipped it converts license points to gill At a rate of five times your current level per license point per character that has one equipped.
0: And that's That's newly acquired license points, not what they have on them.
2: Yes, it's newly acquired license points. It's a lot of money, man. And it applies to trial mode. Whoa.
1: Sure. I mean, all you earn in there is license points. So yep. yeah.
2: So throw three of those on your your reserve characters and make a run through trial mode, and all those license points get converted to gil.
1: Lots
2: and lots of gil. All cool. I'll gil. Have to check that
1: out once I eventually fill up everyone's boards. I'm not there yet, but I'm like I'm treading that way. Mm-hmm. Do you know what the
0: what the clan level was? Uh, I don't remember offhand. Okay, I can,
1: can I can look, look it up and tell you it's later. Cool. I'm not anywhere near there. I just want to be prepared. I don't think yeah. it's worth being prepared. <laughs> 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 just yeah. do it, man. If you get there and you decide you, you want it and you're like, yeah. Yeah. If you don't get there, eh.
2: Yeah. It's expensive to buy, but you make your money back from it really quickly. So overall, since you guys are a little further than me, was this a good idea so far? Final Fantasy Twelve. I'm yeah. getting there. Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm enjoying the the replay. Okay, just
0: making sure we're all still having a good time. <laughs> and if you're, having, mean, a you're time, having a good time, good time. Oh yeah, I like I like. It. I'm back. I'm back in the saddle. You know, I've been gone. It was nice to take a break, but I'm ready to play some FF12. It's ready. all good, and I got to start a mega evolving Pokemon. <laughs> they just they just added mega evolutions to Pokemon Go.
2: But that's a different pod.
0: Yeah, it is. It really is. <laughs> it is. But if you're having a good time listening to our FF12 stuff, if you have advice without spoilers, where would it go?
1: You could send that to podcast at we com. That's our email address. You could also go to our YouTube and tell us on there. We uh, Search for We Were Gamers on there and mash that subscribe button and then click the thing to notify you when our new no- new episodes come up.
0: Or you could smash it with a blaze ball bat. There you go. The Tigers got shamed. Oh no. Yeah, they're down negative two.
1: Oh no. I really feel
0: like you shouldn't bet on teams with targeted shame unless you're like betting right before their game so you know if they got shamed or not. Because <laughs> they were the 60% favorite
1: and now they're down two. To start, tigers are also good, so maybe they'll they'll hit their Damn. way out of it, and it won't really be a problem.
0: Struggling. The millennials
1: They're five and seven, five and seven is not great.
0: The millennials are seven and five, and they also have targeted shame. Not
1: fair. The lovers are
0: ten and two. So, do they have targeted shame? No, that's probably why they've been the beneficiary. But they also have Knight Urlacher, and they have like a huge pitching staff. Okay, let's. Move on. Hmm.